0: Quarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. Thank you for joining us. Dr. John Deloney, number one best selling author and host of the Dr. John Deloney podcast on the Ramsey Networks, is my co host today. We're happy to talk to you about your life, your money, your relationships. We're here to help you do life a little bit better. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Taylor starts this hour in Knoxville. Hi, Taylor. How are you?
1: Hey, Dave. Hey, Dr. John. Thank you so much for taking my call.
0: Sure. What's up?
1: So I need some help navigating money and family. Uh, my question is, is it wrong for my husband and I to lie about our accomplishments and pretend to be broke in order to financially and emotionally protect ourselves? And I'm happy to give a little context with that.
0: It's just cowardly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I own that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah I, I, it, it is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> How old are you guys? How long y'all been married, Taylor.
1: So we've been married a little over a year, together for five. I am 32, and my husband is 35.
0: So who's the twerp that's going to have a hard time with you succeeding?
1: It's my family, uh, specifically my mom. Okay. Uh, So my my husband and I have paid off over $100,000 in student loans Mm -hmm. over the last three years.
0: And your mom will feel entitled to some of your money if she hears you're winning?
1: Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. Um, Almost like I've talked
0: about this before. Okay. Uh
1: huh. Uh
0: huh.
1: Okay. And the, so she uses money to show love, but more as a means of control. And yeah, anytime one of her kids starts making money, she's got her hand out wanting some. Mm-hmm. And to clarify, she is financially well off and is not in need of any help. Um, and she has actually stolen thousands of dollars from me in the past when I had my very first job when I was 16 years old. And when I so we're, to her, we're pretty so much we're pretty much that.
0: saying mom's got issues
1: yes
3: why do you continue to allow your mom to control you your 30s
1: yeah um I want to honor her as my mom uh, I don't think but, that's true
3: can I I don't think that's true yeah. I think that sounds good it's a good church answer
1: yeah
3: I think you're still trying to figure out what you did wrong when you were nine that your mom would steal from you and you still think there's a way, there's a thing you haven't done yet that she'll fin- you'll finally do it, you'll finally give her the amount of money, you'll finally do the thing, and she'll go, I'm so proud of you and I love you. That's what I think you're chasing. Yeah. And I think you wrap it up in words like, honor thy father and mother. Honor thy father and mother does not mean... Um, honor their misbehavior. Exactly.
4: Yeah. Uh,
1: in all honesty, I would love to just, cut her off completely i don't think i'm ready to do that i think that's what makes it hard
3: here's what um, you're giving her right now you've given her money in the past you've given her your um life in the past now you're giving her your integrity free yeah. rent in your head don't give her your integrity anymore tell the truth yeah and when she says well i want like no we're on a budget it's a muscle you're gonna have to practice you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to it's like going to the gym. You just never done squats before. You're gonna have to start light, but
0: you're gonna have to learn how to do squats. The first time you do it, your heart rate's gonna go and your stomach's gonna go into your throat. The 80th time you do it, you're just gonna be smiling, looking at a poor, pitiful lady who hasn't been able to control her own emotions. Yeah, because that's actually what she is. It's she's kind of pitiful. You will
3: never do a thing
0: that makes her finally say, "Because she, she doesn't have that. She doesn't have that tool on her kit. Nope. She can't do it. She doesn't no. know how." So you're dealing with an incomplete person uh, who, who's got major, major gaps. And you, you cannot have any expectation that she's going to be th- anything other than that. And you just smile and go, no. Um, I mean, pretend like uh, she had had a stroke. Okay. And she was in, mm-hmm. in, and she was incapable of uh, behaving. You would just look at her and smile and go, gosh, that's a horrible malady you've got but that still doesn't mean you get to come over here and, you know, throw rocks through my window.
1: Yeah. And, um, we, you we didn't to- hear any no,
0: of that. You don't want to so bad. Why? You just kept driving.
1: <laughs> why?
3: Uh, Can I, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to cut to it. You're scared. You're going to haunt your marriage.
5: Yeah.
3: And at some point your husband, if he hasn't already, is going to ask why
0: her over me.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: why her over our future that we're trying to build together. Yeah, she's taken up a lot of space in your head. So this may be you guys, you may need to sit down and talk to somebody and work this through because this is a mother daughter dysfunction. That's pretty, pretty serious. And it's just, it's just manifesting itself in the money, but it's, there's a lot of others parts of this. And so, but the truth is you're not going to have peace hiding as a 30 year old hiding. Like you're some kind of misbehaving teenager. You know, I can't tell my mom I got good grades. You know, I'm like, come on, what? So, because she she does not have the capacity. She's a diminished capacity as if she's had a stroke. We'll just call it that, okay? And, and it affected her ability to be a good mom. And so you just treat her like that and it's kinda of sad and it's kinda of pitiful and but it doesn't mean I can't tell her the truth. Mom, you know, if it comes up, but you don't need to go in there and go, da look what we did, because <laughs> that's not gonna do it either. But you just if it comes up, you just go, Well, you know, hey, we yeah, we paid off some money. But I don't tell I don't sit down with uh, anybody and go, Look at what I did. Yeah, how does that even come up in your house? Yeah, really.
1: Well, uh, when, whenever me and my husband go, which is less and less frequently now, um, if I need to go to the restroom or leave the room, they will corner my husband and straight up say, how much money did you make this year? What are you making now? Hey,
3: hold on. But, but all you say is, I had a good year. I don't, I'm not going to yeah. give you those numbers. And you smile real big.
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm going to tell you that. It's none of your business. Yeah.
3: Or when you come out of the bathroom, go, hey, mom, dad, we don't talk about our private financial uh, matters anymore. We just don't we don't put those numbers out into the world. Those are private. Those are ours. And if they can't honor that boundary, then
0: they're asking you, "Ah, we don't want you here." Yeah. Right?
1: That that could be the exit that I'm
0: looking for. No, it could be, but that would be them running you off, not you yelling, "I'm leaving until you learn to behave." That's not yeah. what we're all t- telling
3: you, okay? Yeah, I don't want I don't want, I don't want I don't want I don't want to talk about my sex life with you. I don't want to talk about my like the dollar amount we made last year. I don't yeah. want to talk about any number of things. That's for
0: us. It's not for you. As I started having grandbabies, I have had way more information from my children about the <laughs> arrival of children I'm sure and you how have. they got here yep. than I wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling you. So I, I just soon we went her direction and it's, just said, you know, y'all just keep that to yourself. I really don't want to know some I, of this. I, I just know. want to see the baby when it comes. I'm Thank happy. you very much. I'm happy. I don't need to know about the practice. Nope. Thank you very much. Nope. It's all good. But Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same stuff. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I, I, I'm it's not going like- to tell you about that stuff. Oh, no. Papa Dave don't want to know. Nope. Papa Dave don't want to know. I'm just saying. I want to meet the baby. I just, show, just tell me what the name is and tell me what the sex is when it's appropriate to tell me and then tell me when I can tell people that and then I will. And. Don't tell me unless you want me to tell somebody, unless you tell me not to tell them.
3: I need America to know I had a great joke that I didn't just use. You didn't use it.
0: If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen and... We have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed you can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey, personality is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Today's question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When something in your home breaks, remember the Neighborly done right promise, which is it's not done until it's done right. Download the Neighborly app today and schedule your appointment, and you know you're going to get great service from a great company. These are good people. From Neighborly's network of local home services. All
3: right today's question comes from flustered in Florida. Sounds like a dear Abby. Column. What would your name be, Dave? <laughs> Handsome in Nashville. Devilish devilish Dave. Yeah, I don't know. Today's question comes from flustered in Florida. My wife and I have been married for nine months and for the last three months we've been working the baby steps. We each came into the marriage with debt. Our total combined debt was close to 50,000 50, bucks, but I recently cashed in a whole life policy that was worth 22,000. We've used it to pay off all our credit cards and a small student loan that I had. Had no problem using this money this way even though most of the credit card debt was hers. The way I feel is, we're now one and so is our debt. However, she feels very guilty about taking this money It makes her feel indebted to me. I hate to make her feel like she needs to pay me back since I don't feel like this at all. Do you have any advice for this situation?
0: What do you think, man? Uh Well, I mean, yeah, it's It's a discussion of a view of marriage. You know, you're not in debt to your spouse ever. You're all into your, you know, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. I mean, if you get the flu and she makes you chicken soup, do you have to pay for it? In sickness and in health. You know, if she, if you're laying in the bed, you know, sweating through a fever because you got the flu and uh, she's working. And she's taking care of you and, you know, so forth. Do, do you have to write a check for that? All right. You know, no, we took, we took on each other's burdens where our goal, once we walk down that aisle is to serve each other the rest of our lives, to do everything we can to make the other one's person, person and life better. And, uh, that includes, we took on each other's debt. We took on each other's income. We took on each other's assets and we took on each other's crazy parents.
3: Yeah, I, I, I I don't think flustered in Florida, I don't think you can make your wife feel anything. I don't think you have that kind of power. Agreed. Um, And my guess is she probably grew up in a home where anytime somebody had to do something for her, whether it was buy her a new pair of shoes or some jeans or get her to school on time, she was made to feel like she was a burden to them. And so now she's married somebody who loves her and is all in and she doesn't have the for lack of a better term, she doesn't have the script for that. She doesn't have the wiring for that, and so she's going to have to choose on her own to feel that discomfort and realize you're not holding this over her head. This isn't an ROI. In fact, I Dave, I told talked to somebody recently who's had a relationship struggle, and he said the person that he was with was listing off all these things that they do versus. And I said, once you get into list, once you get into ROI mm-hmm. comparison, your your relationship's in trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes that's an important conversation to have because Mm -hmm. it's way out of whack, but man, once you start keeping tabs, um, that can be the death of a relationship. And she married someone that doesn't do that. And so she's going to have to learn how to not feel guilty every time she needs some, some support, some love and some care. Well, this is
0: just a, it's a philosophical view of a proper marriage relationship. And the philosophical theological view is I no longer own anything. We, we do own everything. And, um, that's training that you can decide to do that. We, I tell couples all the time, when you get married, your pronouns change. It's not mine and yours. It's ours. It's we, ours. It's, it's, we. it's we're we French. We, we, right. you know, and so it, everything's a we. It's a pronoun is a, a plural now. Uh, and I'm not talking about pronouns out in the crazy world. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm right. talking about out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks and just go, we had some debt. We paid off the debt, which is how flustered feels, but his wife didn't feel that way. Right. And so, uh, I think we just talk about it out loud and go, look, the right way for us to view this, both of us is that everything that's mine is yours and everything that's yours is mine. There's not any yours in mine. It's ours. And, uh, if we can get there and start using our intellect as an act of our will to practice that and practice thinking about it that way, um, then, uh, uh, you know, it changes everything. I'll give you an extreme example out there for those of you listening. I mean, Sharon, my wife, has not earned an $1 of income other than consignment sale clothing <laughs> since Denise was born, and Denise is 38. Mm-hmm. But we have had a really good income during those 38 years, right? you know, or 36 or whatever she is. But I mean, you know, but we have an income. The Ramses have an income. Uh, I technically earned all of it it's technically, mm-hmm. uh, except for the part where I get to go to work all the time. Cause she's doing all this other work. That's right. Yeah. But, um, you know, so it, it, you can't really bifurcate all that and it work out any other way. So we have an income and, you know, and Sharon, Sharon will use that It took a while, but, you know, she was like, hey, you know, you're making pretty good money. No, we We are making making pretty pretty good 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 money. money. We are. We make enough for us to buy that car that you're going to drive. Right. You know, and you really got to kind of practice it. Yeah. Especially when there's a single income family or when one of you brought more assets to the table. In his case, they used his whole life policy to pay off her credit cards. But it's not his and her anymore once you get married. It's ours.
3: Here's another side. I, I made this mistake. Um, I bought a car with cash, I don't know, five years ago. And we didn't take a note out on it. I just bought the car and went down to the courthouse, but I put it in just my name. Ooh. And it never occurred to me. And it, my wife said, that makes me feel like you went and did a thing on your own, and mm-hmm. it never even it never even no 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 this is ours all this is ours mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and so even even the going back to the courthouse and changing the name this is John both of our names are on the title, um, which cost a little money it's yeah to but fix it's, but it's an important it's yeah. an important thing. it's a very right? important yeah
0: very important well done so it's something flustered you've been married a whole nine months, um, and so uh, it's something you it's a muscle you guys can grow into, and learn. It's very possible. You're going to be just fine, but it gives us a chance to get up on a soapbox and tell everybody how to do it. Corey's in Norfolk, Virginia. Hi, Corey. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up?
6: Good. Uh, Well, me and my wife, we're looking to move from Virginia to North Carolina. Uh, We have a toddler that is three years old, so we're looking to get uh, to a lower crime city um, and somewhere with better schools. So we currently don't have any debt other than our mortgage. Uh, we owe about two forty on that. We can sell our home for around four fifty here. Uh, we would be looking to purchase there for five to six hundred thousand. Um, we'd be looking to roll probably one hundred seventy five thousand um, from our current home in. We also have one hundred twenty five thousand total in savings. So just trying to get an idea of is this a smart move for us to go ahead and make? Um, taking you know our emotions out of the situation and how much would you put down if it is a good situation?
0: I put down everything I had except for three to six months of expenses. And I would put the payment or put the mortgage that you take out on a, uh, 15 year as long as the payments no more than a fourth of your take home pay, then you can afford this. Okay. And I think you can. All right. I think it, I think it fits in your numbers. I think you're just fine. Um, you are moving to a less expensive real estate market and still moving up in house, by the way, and blaming a little baby.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: <somewhat>. yeah. <laughs> I would much yeah. rather hey, I, I, Dave's on to something really important. I think <laughs> for the sake of your relationship with your kid, I think it's important for you and your wife to say, Hey, we want to move for a better, because we have some goals for our life. But during that stress of moving, that stress of getting new driver's license, it can be real easy to look at that kid and slowly start to resent that kid. We're doing this for you. No, you're not. You're doing it for y'all and the kid. Yeah, one new schools too, of course, but also it's for y'all.
0: Yep, 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 yep. yep. That's how that works. Yeah, just I mean, it's it all of it's fine, but you did move up in house in a cheaper real estate market. Um, point being, you didn't have to 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 accomplish the school goal only but that's okay. You can afford it, I think, Corey. So I'd probably go right ahead. I just watch my, I always try to think about how I, what, what I use to reason my way through that. And was that, was that reason process factual? And that's why I'm challenging you just to help you with that in the future. This is the Ramsey show. Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years, and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement, in MLS ID 1591, NMLS consumeraccess.org, equal housing lender
7: 1749
0: mallory lane suite 100 brentwood tennessee 37027 dr john deloney ramsey personality is my co-host today lee and nicole are on the debt-free stage in the lobby of ramsey solutions hey guys how are you hey great how are you good better than we deserve where do y'all live
8: we live in greenville south carolina oh i love it what Mm -hmm. a great town beautiful
0: welcome to nashville thank you how much
9: debt have you paid we paid off four hundred and
0: sixty-two thousand dollars. Whoa! Yeah. How long did this take? <laughs> 50, Forever. <laughs> 50, Fifty-three months. Fifty-three months. Mm-hmm. And your range of income during that time?
8: We started out at about one eighty, mm-hmm. and then up to three hundred five.
0: Wow! What do y'all do mm-hmm. for a living? We're veterinarians. Oh, very good, yeah. both of you. Both yep. of us. You on the practice? No. No, oh, bo- but both of you making and a hundred and About half a eighty yep. cow yep. or thereabouts. Huh? Yep. Good for y'all. Student loans. Thank
8: you it was yeah those vet loans will get you man big old student loans. so bad so bad i took
0: a call last week from a guy whose wife was wanting to go be a veterinarian he was trying to he was an accountant he was trying to figure out if it was worth it i I I was with you yeah yeah i said it was worth it. it's worth it but you got (laughs) to really think it through 400 so you've been out of school five years i'm guessing uh four years almost nine years oh okay so what happened after uh you know at this it looks like about five years ago this Mm -hmm. thing blew up what what's the story so it started in 2015.
9: That's when we graduated vet school, and each of us owed probably 170 thousand or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were put on an income-based repayment plan, as mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. And you know, at six and a half percent interest, 170 thousand, we weren't rockets. even covering the interest. Not no, even, yeah. Not and even so close. Between, between 2015 and 2019, our loans went from 170 thousand to well over 200 thousand, mm-hmm. and each. Print so each double <laughs> and so it was early
0: 2019 um they didn't do a lot of math in vet school but even you knew that yeah was backward, Too right? Much. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we,
9: we we had no plan to, to try to tackle this we had no, absolutely no it was idea Was so what stressful to do. for sure and thomas greiner um he's a vet he was our classmate he and i were working together and early 2019 he invited us to his church to attend fpu Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And Nicole, she was really excited about it. Um, <laughs> I was very hesitant. I was like, you know, we make what we make. What's this Dave guy going to tell us that we don't already know about money? Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so early 2019, we went through FPU. Um, we actually missed – Week nine, the last one, because our son was born. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. uh, him coming into the world, it just kind of changed Changes, everything. You know? oh, like, yeah. we, we that was the icing on the cake. Oh, yeah. We, we got to get rid of this yeah. debt. yeah know? And we don't want him to have to go uh, through what we did. Go through what we did. We want to be able <laughs> yeah. to pay for his college one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was born uh, in, in early 2019. Yeah. We had like a $1,000 worth of cell phone debt. Uh, twenty nine thousand between two, two vehicles, cars, yeah. and the remaining four hundred thirty two thousand was our student loans. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was then. it was like late twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, we started in on my half of the student loans, and uh we still we still didn't even really know if we could do it. It seemed like such a, a huge amount. Yeah. yeah, and then such a timeline. Early early twenty twenty, COVID. Yeah. Thanks,
8: s- COVID. <laughs> it helps us s- so much.
9: S- so you know we we got the the pause on the interest yeah. and that's when we just really we were able to threw, threw everything go through everything through everything and yeah. y'all were essential so you kept working
8: yeah, like crazy exactly. people worked more yeah. than yeah yeah
3: and you weren't part of the 99.9 percent no. of americans who just sat y'all exactly kept, y'all looked we at this as an opportunity mm-hmm.
8: yeah. it saved us probably eighty ninety thousand 90 thousand dollars of interest. In interest you know
0: what i bet it did mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. I over five That's period of time that's right because yeah. you hit it exactly right yep. inside right. right. yeah that's amazing we
8: started the loans r- just before covid just hit. before yeah. COVID. y'all
9: yeah. wow and wow. then early this summer we actually decided to move to greenville mm-hmm. we we had been living in georgia the entire time mm-hmm. um, so we sold our house took some of the equity from it and paid Finished off the, the, the rest bit. of her yeah her loans right before the Payment started back. Yeah. Oh,
0: perfect. So yep. perf- perfect timing. Yeah. And then took new new vet jobs there. Yep. In green new Jobs exactly. In green. Yeah. Are y'all working in the same practice? We actually we are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Large animal, small animal, small what? small mm-hmm. small animal. Okay. And now y'all are three hundred plus with no debt. That's mm-hmm. right.
8: <laughs> we got to get a house again. So <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, that's where we're ha- we're headed. We're next. in three B now. <laughs> yeah.
3: But, okay. but yeah. yeah. Way to go, you guys! That's yep. a
0: different house when you don't owe four hundred thousand dollars. That's right. right. It is. going to be right. better. <laughs> well, you don't need a bedroom for Sally Mae. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. pretty cool. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, yep. way yeah. to go, y'all! Thank you. You got to feel you. like I can do anything. Like you got a superpower. Yeah. It's a weight. Wait, wait, going for sure. Yeah. yeah.
8: Yep. Wow.
3: All right. Hey, could I can I ask you a hard question? Sure. Yeah. I want you go to speak it. on behalf of everybody in this industry. Okay. Um. And I say this industry. That's not true. In with this mindset. Millions of people go through FPU, and they know, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people that make a lot of money mm-hmm. that think, ain't nobody going to tell me, yep.
5: mm-hmm.
3: and they're real smart, and they got mm-hmm. a lot of fancy letters after their name and yep. some huge yeah. framed diplomas on their walls. And huge student loan debt to go with mm-hmm. it. A huge student mm-hmm. loan debt, and they can't breathe, and they're arrogant at the same time. Right. What yeah. finally got through to you? Because yeah. what you said, I hear that all the time mm-hmm. from my medical doctor buddies, my my nurse practitioner buddies. What's like, this
9: Ramsey guy? Mm-hmm.
3: Like what? What's that? Oh, okay, just just live on less than you. Okay, man. Like that's a that's a hard thing to get through that ego. Yeah,
9: okay. yeah. No, it was um, you know, just going through the class, uh, it all made sense. And and when I when I actually sat down and figured up the numbers and yeah. did the calculations, it's like, yeah, this would work. Like mm-hmm. all, all we've got to do is do it. We have yeah. to set our mind to it and. Just mm-hmm. do it.
8: Just plow through and go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. When,
9: once I actually ran the numbers, that's what flipped the mindset when it, for me. It's
8: so daunting looking at the big picture like that. And then if you kind of scale it back and do one step at a time, like like the Baby Steps show, yeah. it's it's much more manageable. How do you sure. eat
0: an elephant a bite at a time? Exactly. That's, right. yeah. that's, it. that's, that's it. It. Way to go, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. So Thank proud you. of you. Who was yeah. che- who was cheering you on, telling you you could do it?
8: Um, so Thomas, of course. Thomas yeah, yeah. That yep. got, got us go? started. And then uh, our good friends Marcy and Eric. They're watching, hey, <laughs> yep. and then my parents as well. Yeah. All
0: right, very good. Anybody roll their eyes and say you're crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot Yeah, them. yeah. It, it came up uh, quite a bit at work, and we we sure.
9: just mentioned, you know, what we were doing, and some people were like, you know, yeah, that's cool. Some people looked at us like we had six heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. what you're, you're throwing ten thousand dollars a month out the window. You mm-hmm. know, when you could be buying a bass boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. Well, and forgoing
8: yeah. that many years of retirement savings it's yeah. just yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah 53 a, months i uh-huh. mean you've been scratching for mm-hmm. a while yeah. mm-hmm. this is real
8: yeah
3: Way and do go, you know. have the
9: junkiest car pulling into the <laughs> uh to the parking lot? Well, not really, because
8: I was part of our debt, right? <laughs> so,
3: oh,
9: there you go. Yeah, okay. yeah so uh, yeah. a stupid move is like six months before I graduated about so yeah. I went and bought a brand new F-150. Oh, of yeah. course. There you go. Well, that's, that's required. required. Yeah. I, had, I had to have it. It's required. It, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah that's I've, I've still got that truck. It's 10 years old now, but it's paid yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, treat it yeah. right, and you can give it to your child when you turn 16. <laughs> <Exactly>. That's right. <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah. Great yeah. job, Lee Thank and Nicole. Way to go, y'all. We've got the Live and Give box for you. It has in it the uh, baby steps millionaires book you'll be there in a minute if you're not already and uh of course the total money makeover book as well and financial peace university which did it for you guys Mm -hmm. and uh you guys can um of course give that to somebody or go back through again whatever you need to do all of this is for you to enjoy or to give away the live and give box so congratulations very proud of y'all heroes thank you You kicked it man that's a long run right there it's a big deal all right, Lee and Nicole, a couple of veterinarians in Greenville, South Carolina these days, making four or paid off 462053 dollars in 53 months, making one hundred eighty dollars up to three hundred five. dollars Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt free.
4: Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> whoop,
5: whoop, 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 whoop.
0: That's how it's done right there. It is amazing that uh, for a math nerd like me, that when you crunch numbers and can see that you can do it, how math becomes hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody thinks of math being hope, right? But when you go, wait a minute, I can do that. The first time I ever saw $100 a month invested from age 25 to age 65 at, you know, in a decent growth stock mutual fund becomes $1,176,000, the power of compound interest. I thought, I could do $100, and I'm only 22. That's the first time I saw it. And I thought, I'm going to be a millionaire. This is really going to be me. Bing! Math gave me hope. It's, imagine, it's amazing to me how many very, very
3: smart people don't sit down and do that very thing. Because like him, he just ran the numbers, and then he thought, he's a smart guy. He's like, oh, i I, can do I got a path now. Right? I can do it. I can see it. This is
0: the Ramsey Show dr john deloney Ramsey, personality is my co-host today alex is in ann arbor michigan hey alex how are you how's it going guys how are you better than we deserve sir what's up hey so
7: i am 20 years old a little backstory about me um i am actually married um i know it's quite a young age um with my beautiful high school sweetheart of five years um my father and my grandfather unfortunately passed away just a couple months ago. Wow. Um they they mainly helped me when it came to finances even though they were still heavy plastic swipers. Um my, my mom kept my dad's debit card away quite frequently because of that reason. Um my wife and I are kind of just at a standstill right now. Um we the way we're saving money, I just feel like isn't right. Um, we, we make about, uh, about 76, $78,000 a year. We both do patient transport at the university hospital. Um, and, uh, we don't have much saved up. Um, and we're just kind of, we've got about $22,000 or $2,200 in debt, 22,000, including our cars. Um, we just bought our first home with a condo. Um, and we're just kind of seeing what would be the best way and where we should start paying our debt off.
0: Okay. All right. It, it, um, sounds like you've got the opportunity at a young age to really start, uh, a whole plan and implement every detail of that plan to get you to where you want to go. And, uh, right now, all you're doing is just trying to make sure we keep the lights on keep food on the table and nobody picks up anything and repose it right
7: right right yeah, yeah, instead, yeah. instead of a plan um,
0: instead of a plan you're kind of in survival did right
3: your did your granddad or dad leave you any money
7: um no they did not um they yeah the, the, this is all of our all of our money when it comes to um with the money that we use for like down payments on our condo and for you know, down payments on our vehicles and stuff has done 100% self-earned. We haven't received any money. We haven't loaned any money from family or anything. So
3: I want you to to internalize really deeply in your heart what Dave just said. You and your wife at a really young age are deciding to change everything about how y'all do marriage, how you do money, and what your kid, when he reaches to be 20, when your daughter reaches the age of 20, what their life will look like because of the decisions y'all make today. Yeah, that's
0: a big deal. It's a right. huge deal what you're doing. I'm proud of you. Yeah, way to go. Thank so you. Very, Thank very good question. The way your where your mind is, the way you framed the question is, you're in a really good place. So, what we do is we we have a class called Financial Peace University that's nine weeks long, and uh, about 10 million people have been through the class now, uh, okay. o- Over the last you know 30 years, and so, uh, and it's of course the class has evolved and has gotten better over time. And, uh, but, but in its current form, if you go through that, it's everything you should have been taught about money, uh, before we let you out of school, you know, but nobody teaches it hardly. So we're, we're going to give that to you guys as a belated wedding gift. And I want you to go through the class with your wife. Both of you attend, both of you go to the nine lessons, both of you buy off on, here's what we're going to do. You join hands you get a very clear, high definition picture of where the what the future looks like, and what the price has to be paid to get to that future. And when you do that, you'll go do it, and you're going to be in a position to you know again, like John said, be you'll be very wealthy. Uh, you haven't made any huge mistakes. You haven't been thrashing around, and I think that's the gift your granddad and your dad gave you. They didn't give you any real insight. And where money comes from, and how to how to think big about it, because they didn't have any. Uh, we know that because they didn't leave you any. But the uh, uh, but they did kind of keep you tempered to where you haven't gone crazy like a lot of the people in the public have gone. So you've not got a, way huge piles of debt. You know you've got not gone you know some silly numbers in the numbers you gave me. There's there's some trouble there. There's some problems there. But there's nothing nothing bad. Nothing super bad. So if you'll address the stuff that's there that we teach you and go do this, you're going to be in a really, really good position. Hang on. Austin will pick up, and we'll get you signed up and get you guys to go through that at 20 years old. God almighty, I wish I'd gone through that at 20.
3: Oh, dude, don't even get me started. (laughs) be awesome.
0: (laughs) Natalie is in Logan, Utah. Hey, Natalie, welcome to the Ramsey Show.
10: Oh, my gosh. Hi, you guys. This is so exciting to talk to you. My heart is racing, which – seems to i in my living room but I'm so excited to talk to you guys today.
0: Well we're excited to talk to you. How can we help?
10: Okay so I am a mom. I have two little boys. I've got a three-year-old and a five-month-old and so ever since our three-year-old is born we've put a small amount of money to the side for his future and so what I'm wondering is I recently found out about 529 plans So I'm trying to figure out, we have already have some money saved up, and so it's like, what's the best way to invest that for our children? Should we invest it in stocks? Should we put it in CDs? Or I guess, what do you think about 529 accounts? That's really what what I'm wondering here.
0: Well, 529 is used for education. It grows tax-free, which is wonderful. And we always recommend you put that in good mutual funds that you control. Uh, 529... In other words, what we're suggesting is mutual funds and the way it's treated for taxes is dictated by 529. And just like IRA is not a real investment, IRA is how an investment is treated for taxes. And so um, that that's what you're looking for here. So if you're saving for a kid's college, 529 is the way to go. And uh, you can mm-hmm. learn about them. They're really easy to learn about. Just go to you know, go to RamseySolutions.com, click on Smart Vester Pro. You can sit down with some of the folks that we endorse around the country for helping people with the heart of a teacher with their investments, and they can help you get that started. How much have you been putting aside for these kids?
10: So both of my boys get $40 a month, so it's $80 a month that we put
0: away for them. Okay. All right. Not bad at all. Good. And so, yeah, they can yeah. sit down with you and help you put that together, and, um, you know, that that's going to – Turn into some money. I mean, you're, it's going to end up with some money there. The uh, the an ESA is the 529's cousin, uh, the educational savings account. Same thing by mutual fund and qualified as an ESA. Uh, the maximum on it is two thousand dollars per year, which would be one hundred and sixty six dollars and sixty seven cents per child per month. And if you did that from zero to eighteen, you'd have about one hundred twenty five dollars, give one hundred twenty five thousand dollars, give or take in there. In that five twenty nine, uh, you would have only put in uh, about let's see two thousand times eighteen. You would have put in about thirty six thousand dollars. So you got about ninety thousand dollars growth that's tax free. And so that that from a for fully funding a baby at two thousand dollars a year, sixty67 a month, that sets you up. And that today would send you to a an in state school for your undergrad. That would take care of it. What is uh, what's the max on a five twenty nine? It depends on the state. Ten thousand a year usually. You can okay. put more in it than you should, or sometimes you can load it up like three or four years. Put thir- put ten thousand in, then quit. Set it and forget it. It'll grow. It'll grow up to be enough then, and you don't you don't have to keep adding to it every month the whole eighteen years.
3: And I've heard recently that there was adjustment made the last couple of years that if you're you end up putting enough money in the five twenty nine,
0: your kid goes to college that they can roll that into an IRA at some point. You can move it to a Roth IRA, but the limitations on it are pretty severe. So right. I really wouldn't. Do, I mean, think that way. Yeah, I, I would more likely move it to another family member to go to school. Okay, uh, more than likely, it's going to be a better use of the money. But because the the formula they're using to uh, what you can move and how long you have to wait to move it and all that, that, you know, they there was a good idea and then they mucked it up with too many rules. But the uh, um, but either way, it's still a great place to save money for a kid for college. Uh, If if they're not going to go to college, it's not a great place because it has to be used for education for someone or that $90,000 in growth will be penalized. And so you're not going to – the fact that it grew tax-free, all that wonderful idea is gone if you don't use it for that. So you got to make sure that that's what we roll up for. But here's the thing. I have never met someone – oh, by the way, if if the kid gets a scholarship, you can take that much out of the 529 – and pay no taxes on it at all. So if your kid gets a $2,000 scholarship, you can take $2,000 out of the 529, put it in your pocket. Uh, that's always been the argument. What if my kid gets a yeah. soccer scholarship or is a genius? You can, you know, if you get a scholarship, you can take it out. Uh, but here's the thing. I, I've been doing this 30 years. I have yet to run into a single person. Call me up and said, Dave, you told me to save up for my kid's college, and I hate, it. I hate you. I screwed up everything. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today, Ramsey Personality, and host of the Dr. John Deloney Show. On Your Past, Change Your Future was his first one. You can check that out, or How to Build a Non-Anxious Life, second number one bestseller just came out last fall. Check it out as well. Jonathan is with us in Fort Myers, Florida. Hey, Jonathan, what's up in your world?
11: Hi, how are you doing today, Dave?
0: Better than I deserve. What's up?
11: Um, so I had a situation happen a couple years ago uh, during COVID. My mother passed away. Um, she was actually uh, killed by her um, her new husband. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, man. Yeah, they were both in their late 70s um and they um, the they world? left me with quite a bit of money Wow! so uh i had never uh i never made more than about 85 grand a year and then was left with a couple million dollars and i i hope i've been doing the right steps um with what i've done with it i just wanted to get mostly some reassurance that i've been doing the right things or what you would recommend uh moving forward with this
3: oh my gosh How have you navigated the last few years with the loss of your mom? Um,
11: you know, uh, the first year wasn't too well. Um, you know, kind of, you know, kind of went backwards probably a little bit and then trying to, I got a couple kids and I tried to get myself together and be better for my kids. And I think I've been, been doing pretty well the last two years. How old are
0: you, Jonathan? Uh, 36. Okay. And I assume he, the, uh, The husband's been put in jail? Uh, No, he killed himself afterwards. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, in
11: our our house that we grew up in. Oh, I'm so sorry.
0: Well, that just makes it, I mean, managing $2 million that you don't know how to manage is freaky enough, and then you put this layer on it, it just gets super freaky, right?
11: Yeah, yeah, it's a little more than that. Um, we were left about two, two, million, $2 and a half million from our parents, mm-hmm. um, and then he left us another $1.1 million,
0: Oh, wow. Uh,
11: which we weren't expecting. We didn't know that we were written into his will. Wow.
3: Does that money feel weird, or are you happy to spend it?
11: I uh, uh, I, I, I've spent, I haven't really, I wouldn't say I've spent it. I've used most of it to, to live off of the last uh, couple years from the, from the, the new husband. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he left us two IRAs, a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. So I've been pulling. All right, out, I'll, out I'll out
0: let's four. get, yeah, let me get past all the, right, uh, um, and just answer your question. So how much money do you have today?
11: Um, today, let me just flip over here. I've got total between properties and everything. Yes. I would say about, um, three and a half million. Okay. All right.
0: And you're still working, making 80.
11: No, I haven't been working since the day she died.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. What did you do for a living?
11: I worked in restaurants, mostly, um, bartender, sommelier and server.
0: Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, and
11: and the reason I didn't go back to work was a lot of that. The reason why I made good money was because I was I was always forward about my my life and talking to people about things in my life, and I just felt like I couldn't do that anymore.
0: Mm, mm. Well, you can't go into this story, part of the story, anyway. Wow. Okay. Are you are you married still or single?
11: No, I've never been married. I'm single. You said you yeah, had kids. Two- okay. Yeah, two children. Uh, one that I have full custody of. One that I split custody.
0: Okay. All
3: An right. important part of your recovery moving forward is you're gonna have to get. Uh, you're gonna have to get a job. Yeah. You're gonna have to get a purpose, a thing to do, a thing to go to, a thing that you are a part of
0: that the world's gonna be better because you were a part of it. You
11: got that? Yeah. yeah I, I feel that as well. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's time. It's time to go back to work, Jonathan. Doing something. Yeah.
11: I, I'm actually start. I'm actually starting a business this year. Uh, a tour boat business.
0: A what a tour boat? A, to, a tiki boat, tour boat. Oh, okay. All right, you're buying the boat and gonna yeah do tours and, and
11: do trips on the boat. When yeah. uh, the boat's going to be delivered in um, April or May of this year, mm-hmm. and we should be operating by June. Okay. What did you spend on that boat? Uh, Two hundred and twenty thousand total.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Now you're going to be leaning in learning how to run a business learning how to handle and operate the boat you're going to be leaning in on all of this I really want you to I want you to go make a living for your sake because at 36 doing nothing is not a plan okay yeah. uh, for to, yeah. emotionally spiritually John's right about that now so let's pretend that you're making a living you don't need this money then right so now we just uh, need to it. invest this money well yes. Okay. Jonathan, I buy two things for investments. Um, the first thing I tell people, and I was with a bunch of wealthy people this weekend, do not put money in something you don't understand. Don't do it because I do it. Don't do it because somebody else says to do it. Or you read an article once that's a, that's a nightmare way to lose money, put money in something you understand. Now that may mean you need to go to school a little bit by sitting with an investment advisor and letting them teach you. Uh, but I buy real estate that I pay cash for, because I like the real okay, estate I, business.
11: I, I've done that already.
0: Okay. And I buy mutual um, funds. And that's all yes, I buy.
11: I have, okay. I've got about um total, about $1.8 in real estate.
0: Okay. And it's making money, right?
11: Uh, we uh, I have one house that's going to be worth about $1.2 and I'm planning on renting that.
0: Mm-hmm. Going to be? Um, when? Why is it not worth that now?
11: That, that it's uh, it's about to be finished being built, and I think in March or April of this year it'll be done.
0: Okay. All right. So you're going to have and then, some... And then I have
11: a I have another rental house, and then I have the house I live in.
0: Okay. That's fine. Great. Now manage those to where they make mm-hmm. a good return on the amount of money you have tied up in them, and then sit down with a good, uh, someone like a Smart SmartVestor Pro, you can find them at RamseySolutions.com, and they'll help you sit down and start to understand some mutual funds and invest it. But I mean, if you make ten percent on three million dollars, average across that those investments, then you'd have three hundred thousand a year coming in. Uh, if you don't touch it in seven years, that three million at ten percent would be worth about four million. It would be worth about six million. In seven more years, it'd be worth about twelve. In seven more years, it'd be worth twenty-four. That's twenty-one years from today. You're thirty-six. That puts you at fifty-seven. With $24 million. I like that. Okay. That's you working, providing your own living, not touching these investments and letting them just grow at an average growth rate of 10% a year. And that's invested in mutual funds and real estate. Now, it's a little more complicated than that, but basically, that's how the math will roll out. The trick here to the thing is put money in stuff that's steady and is predictable. Not super conservative, but not we're not taking any big risks here. We're not trying to reinvent the crypto world or some that. And don't buy like a tiki
3: that. boat for a quarter million dollars and then six months go and be like, Well, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna buy a snow cone stand
0: and then you're no, gonna stay on small track.
3: business yourself broke.
0: Yeah, stay stay on track with that. And so you're you're now in the tiki boat business for the next decade, buddy. And you're gonna make a go of it. You don't get John's right, you don't get to change.
3: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's
0: BetterHelp, hel dot com slash Deloney. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. Ann is with us in New Orleans. Hi, Ann. How are you?
2: Hello. I'm fine. Thank you so much for taking my call.
0: Our honor. How can we my, help?
2: Okay. My question is... My husband and I, my ex-husband and I, were a co-signer on my son's condo back in 2004. And since that time, he is unable. my son is unable to pay his mortgage because he's unemployed. He lost his job. And since 2004? Since no, no, no. We pay- he purchased the condo in 2004. Okay. This past April, he lost his job.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: since and he's been unable to pay the mortgage.
0: How many times did since you pay it then, since 2004?
2: Oh, it's happened before, about 10 years ago. He ran into trouble paying his uh, mortgage, and he was able to do a forbearance, and, of course, I assisted financially at that time.
3: Mm-hmm. And you keep using so the not, word unable. Is he unable or is he unwilling? Now, why do you not have a job <laughs> One of my best an friends an in the world is a paraplegic. He is unable.
2: No, no. He's physically capable. Okay. He has not, and he has not found a job since April. He says he's looking find a job. One of the
3: hottest hiring markets in human history. He's chosen not to work.
0: I guess so. Okay.
3: Let's use, I just want to be, I just want to call a spade a spade because it helps us
0: make decisions, right? Yeah. Now, yes, I understand. You're still on the mortgage.
2: Yes. My ex-husband and I are co-signers, so we're responsible for paying the note if he does not.
0: Mm -hmm. And he's not been paying it.
2: Yes. So I have been paying it since April. My ex-husband made about three of the mortgage payments. So now I want to know what would be the best avenue for me to convince my son to sell it, let it go for foreclosure, and I told him, or else you get a job and you pick up the payment. But I don't want it to go to foreclosure because I don't want it to affect my credit. I haven't, my credit rating is 820.
0: Every time it's paid Probably. late, it affects your credit.
2: Yes, I understand. So I just don't know if there's any options for me. Is he on the note the at post-signor. all?
0: Yeah. Is he on the note? He's my. My son is the owner of it. Yeah, he's on the note. She's so the co-signer, yeah. yeah. You can't force him to sell it. You can just talk him into selling it. Will he sell it if you tell him to? No,
2: he's dragging his feet about that. He yeah, really doesn't no
0: kidding. Well, he's
3: dragging his talk. feet because he knows you're going to pay. For 20 years, you bailed him out. Yes, I
2: understand
3: that. And you've probably given him some stern talking to's over the last 20 years. <laughs> and then
2: yes, I have.
3: You still paid it. So, so uh, yeah, he's dragging his feet because you taught him how to i think you have to sit down and say i'm not paying this rent i
0: dave i'll leave it to you i I mean it's gonna it's gonna ruin your your yeah you're you're gonna get foreclosed on if he gets foreclosed yeah that's how this works so can you afford to buy
2: him out i could but i i just don't know what my best options are because if i buy if i if he would sell me the condo then it's mine right for me to do what i want with it
0: exactly and then you, and can, he, then you just he sell knows- it. Then he, you sell it and right. resell it and get your money back out. And at least that way you didn't lose anything. Um, but yeah, you could just say, all right, let's give it a I'm going to buy it from you. And then you put it on the market and sell it. That's what's best for you. That is unbelievably aggravating. And it's not necessarily what's best for him. What's best for him is to experience some pain. Um, but, but he's not going to, in this scenario, unless you do, that's the problem with co-signing. You get to experience the pain with him
3: and he's going to play chicken with you and you've got a lot more to lose than he does financially, right?
2: Yes, I do. Yeah. And what's the, what's the condo worth? Maybe about
0: 40,000
2: worth 45. No, I would, well, he would be, he would be lucky if he could get 60 for it.
0: Oh my god, what do you owe on it? 30. Okay.
2: And he's got 11 more years.
0: Okay. Go 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 tell him that um you know, he can no longer screw up your life with his laziness. He needs to sell you this condo even if you buy it for whatever ha- have a real estate agent give you an appraisal, buy it for that amount, put it back on the market and resell it and he needs to move. Okay. That protects you. I'm For some reason, I thought this was a $600,000 condo. It's a $60,000. No, no. it, yeah, just, you can. You're you're you may lose a couple thousand bucks here or there by moving all this gyration around, but you need to get out of this trap you put yourself in, and the trap is co-signing. You can't no, get no, out of the yeah. trap. You're either going to be an enabler or you're not going to pay, and then he's going to get foreclosed on, which means you're going to have a foreclosure on you, and then they're going to come around looking for all of you wanting some money out of y'all because the condo won't bring enough at Repo to even cover the old mortgage on it. But it's a piece of crap condo to start with. hmm And,
3: and Ann, Ann, I'm the one. And I'm sorry. Will I- you forgive yourself yes. for the divorce finally?
2: Yeah. Yes.
3: You're still trying to make that right with him? Stop. It's 20 years.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah, you're fine. gonna lose. You're gonna, you're gonna lose some money, but you're also gonna lose your relationship with your son. It's not worth it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I would I would buy it from him, have him move out, and turn around, and put it right back on the market, and sell it. And if you lose a little bit that way, that gets you out of this trap, and then you have a standalone relationship with your son. That's mother's son. That is no longer cosigner, because is putting yeah. a strain on everything. It's making you do things you're not you don't feel good about. And it makes you resent your son every time that phone rings.
3: You you feel your chest tighten up because what's he gonna ask? For? Like it's it's altered your relationship. What's he gonna
0: ask for now? Yeah, this time because you're aggravated with him like we are for being lazy, not working since April. My God, how much does it take to pay the condo note on thirty thousand bucks? <laughs> I mean, you can you can do like do Uber one day a month and pull this off. This is about the laziest human I've run into. That's uh, pretty rough. I dude. mean, really. Yeah, think about it. It's just—I mean—it's not like it's a lot of money. He, I don't even know how the boy's eating. Well, oh, yeah, I do. And yeah, and's so, making sure he's got groceries. Yeah. So and you got to stop it. It's time you put him on the put him out and let him figure out how to do life and just love him from a distance uh, that doesn't include your checkbook for the rest of his life. And that's the biggest favor you can do him and yourself. And moms and dads out there, never, ever cosign. It's not an act of love. It's not. It's it's the ultimate enabling, and it locks you into enabling because out of self-preservation you have to cover the stupidity of the other party. What
3: about this, Dave? I'm trying to think of how this situation for her could go wrong. Is there a, a moment when, and again, I know I'm speaking in ratios here, but $50,000 against what Ann has is not a lot of money. Can she buy this thing and Hand it over to him and walk, and dust her hands off, walk away. Is that too much enabling? I wouldn't do that. No.
0: Yeah. No. I think. I think it's. I think he's not going to move. Is what I think. He's not going to sell it to his mom. Yeah. Mm. Well, then I would just take the pain of being foreclosed on. You would. Yeah. I just stop. Okay. You're either going to sell it to me, or uh, the days of me giving you money are done. They're over. Okay, that, and that's what I'm getting. Yeah. At. Either, you're there, gonna, either, is, you're gonna, either you're going to either you're going to sell this to me, or you're going to have to figure it out. Okay. I'm done. Okay. Because that's this is so bad for him. Yeah. She stunted his emotional growth. I mean, he's 6 years freaking old. Yeah. He can't I can't get a job since April to pay condo notes on 30,000 bucks. This is lame. Yeah. This is really a lame well, boy. Especially when
3: we talk to elementary school teachers trapped in a New York apartment during COVID who pay off six figures because they drive and scratch and claw and flip and
0: do whatever they got to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's I mean, tough, man. Kid it's tough. Could sell enough clothing out of his closet at Simon's sale. You could plasma your way to that one. It's just it's just not any money. So, um yeah, honey, you gotta you gotta get him free of you and you gotta get free of him in order to have a decent relationship with him and in order for him to ever be a real man.
3: And it's gonna cost you that precious eight twenty that you're really you're really proud of. Yeah, it's who, gonna cost who you. gives that. a who cares about that?
0: Let that stupid thing go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That condo's never been laid. You paid it on time every time. Every time. It's never been late. It wouldn't be 820. This is the Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Ryan and Haley are with us on the debt-free stage. Yep, right here in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions. How are you guys? You're paying. Wonderful. How are you? Get better than we deserve. Where do you live? lewisburg kansas uh, about 45 minutes south of kansas city so uh yeah you need to be wearing some kansas city gear today for sure oh of yeah of course yeah way wide right baby heck yeah, yeah. here we right. go man here we go way to go good stuff so how much debt have you guys paid off uh four hundred and fifty eight thousand six eighty. wow i love it how long did that take uh six, six years, years. Six years, mm-hmm. and your range of income during that time. Well, when we first started, it was around a hundred. Mm-hmm. Our
12: peak was two hundred and sixty, mm-hmm. and we went down to one hundred and twelve now.
0: Okay, that was with the job change. Okay, so all right, very cool. Good, good, good. And uh, four hundred fifty-nine thousand. What kind of debt
12: was this? A little bit. Of everything, of course. Um, so we have a few cars that we paid off. Um, of course, our student loans we paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, Credit cards and our house. Paid
0: off yeah. right. Looking at weird people. Yes. I
12: love Great. it.
0: Very good. Great job. What's this house worth? Uh, it's right at 350 Good for you. Man, that's awesome. How old are you two? 35. 35. And have a paid-for house. And now don't have to work as much. So took a different job and mm-hmm. downsized one job and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Finally yep. got to do
13: a thing he likes to do. He yep. doesn't it. have to
0: work. Yeah. You know. Very, very cool. Excellent job. Excellent job. Well, for those of you out there in America that don't know, we have a program here at Ramsey called Smart Dollar, and it's from the financial wellness side of things. What happens is companies uh, buy Smart Dollar and provide the, uh, the financial curriculum to free to their employees. And uh, it's having a massive impact on employees all across America. U-Haul had a bunch of their folks come on here a few months ago and do debt-free screams. We've had, you know, Costco has taken their folks through it. It's uh, And companies of all sizes, not just huge ones like U-Haul and Costco. But I understand that your company bought Smart Dollar, and that's what got you guys started. Is that right? That it, it was,
12: for the most part, I mean, uh, I was, we were already doing the program really before, but it just added an extra uh when we started working there because i started working there about eight months ago oh okay um, so, so you it,
0: were well on your way all right oh, yeah. and yes. this just helped you the the new job that you got that you love mm-hmm. is the company that has smart dollars yep well that's good news. it's great okay so a little bit worried about it there for a minute all right and so <laughs> your company name that furnishes smart dollars what uh
12: strategy llc strategy llc yes. what do they do uh, it's a m- uh, marketing company web development and then <laughs> it okay what do you do i'm in the
0: it side okay cool and Haley, what did you used to do? I'm a nurse. You're you are a nurse. I am. Okay. okay. Good. Very good. So what happened this many months ago? The all this before we're Strategy done. LLC was doing it. You you guys were already do, game on, and then you yep. you 60 months into this or six years into this, you knock it out. What, what got all this started? John's right. Well, we you
12: know we got married back in 2017, and then you know we started making some decent money, and so when you make decent money, you go out and buy new things. Oh, of course. Bought three new vehicles within like six months um brand new so you know a lot of depreciation for on for two those drivers after, for two drivers that makes sense yeah yep. yeah, yeah they have toys too so <laughs> <Right>. uh, motorcycles. <laughs> motorcycles you know all that so we uh bought those and then you know when we're paying two thousand a month on just payments good for three vehicles good lord um yeah it, it kind of is overwhelming it was and a wake-up so, call <laughs> yeah kind of a wake-up call kind of thing so then our son we uh, he was born 19 um he's staying home today but uh uh he was born 19 or no, 21. 21 sorry yeah. 21 and uh we were like we just want to have a good life for him and so we just kind of buckled down before um and
0: just went after it so okay very fun. so you ran into us earlier yes yeah, so the and then it was just added on to when that's you went correct. to work for uh strategy llc yep Okay, it was it was an awesome program. Right. Haley, how did, how how
3: did you, you convince him to sell the motorcycle?
13: We didn't. Oh, Okay, <laughs> they're all paid for. Oh, you just <laughs> and we paid have to keep them. You just yeah. paid them off.
0: Okay, we paid them off. Yeah. She's smiling. We, <laughs> we got to keep them. She's riding that. We did. Yeah. She has her own
12: as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what, what, what are these? Bikes? You married well, Ryan. They're uh, Harleys. <laughs> Harleys yeah. So, yeah, Harley. I've got a Street Glide and then she's got a uh, Sportster. Sportster. So, I love it. Very fun. You yep. are so much cooler than I am, Haley. It's
3: embarrassing. That's a, that's a very low bar, but you're way cooler. Man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Way to go, you guys. Thank you. And you're how old? 35. 35. And you have a paid for house, $350,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's that feel? It's amazing. amazing. It's just different. I mean, uh, it's hard to
12: imagine it, really. And mean, we're, we pay, we actually made our last uh, payment, and it was like October 1st, mm-hmm. I think we did, and uh, it's still not settling mm-hmm. yet. That w-
13: We had made the goal to ourselves that we wanted to pay it off by Christmas, and mm-hmm. that would be our Christmas present to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really cranked down and worked extra shifts and um, he was working a couple of extra side jobs to make the extra money and we were able to pay it in
0: October not in December. So. Love it. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Man, that's a, it's it's a great place you're 6 years is a long time to crank on this. It is. How did you stay with it?
13: Well, we really were uh, like hyper focused on it in the last 2 years mainly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We really enjoyed like your podcasts and um, the books and everything that we've been reading over the years, um, but the last two years are really when we've been cranking down and uh, focusing on it.
3: Mm. A lot a lot of our culture will tell us that success is a dollar amount, mm-hmm. and we don't often ask the question, like, what do what I actually want to be doing? We just get good at something, and then they reward us with money, and we do more of it, and we do it faster, and then all of a sudden, we're making great money, and everyone's telling us, look how lucky you should feel, and inside, you're dying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Talk to the person who feels like they have golden handcuffs, they're stuck, because, quote unquote, they make all this money. You look like a guy who's free. Y'all look like a family who's free, and y'all made a choice to basically cut your income in half, mm-hmm. right? We did. But it looks like it was the right thing for y'all.
12: Yeah, you just gotta, I mean, as long as you you know, focus, mm-hmm. and you work, and if, you're, if you have a spouse, you work with them together. Um, you have to do it both together, it can't be separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. We just were, we were helping each other, kind of feeding off each other, and I think that's the best thing. Or you don't have any spouse or anybody you got to find somebody to keep you accountable yeah, that's the absolutely. That's you get some
0: positive peer pressure with the guys at your company all doing this at the same time
12: yeah i mean uh they're actually it's actually pretty cool because they're all they know we paid the house off and they're all like you know now we want to do this too so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, kinda you're kinda inspiring help. them that's yeah, kind of sure. yeah and yeah. It's, it's very good feeling i mean we don't like to you know we're not those type of people but it's kind of really inspiring and stuff even for yeah. us to be here so yeah. Well, there's
0: a difference between bragging and setting an example correct yeah, and you just set an example well mm-hmm. done good for you guys i'm so proud of you thank you thanks who was cheering you along who was telling you to go for it i well, mean really everybody, everybody. yeah <laughs> our whole family
12: both sides <laughs> um my son yeah your son he's, he's he, even he's, though he's
13: only two he's he just been our, our like emotional support guy he's been <laughs> hanging in there with us <laughs> yeah
12: my uh my dad started me a lot um when he was we would drive around um he'd be listening to your podcast and this was a long long time ago and just never really did it and uh you know my dad passed away in 19 and mm. so we uh that was one thing i wanted to do is i wanted to finish this i wanted to do this and kind of you know for him so yeah yeah absolutely well he's smiling oh yeah <laughs>
0: smiling from heaven at time, you right so now yeah I'm what a way that. to honor your dad yep. man that's cool yep very it's cool. awesome all right we've got the uh, live and give box for you that includes the baby steps millionaires book you're on your way to that for sure total money makeover book financial peace university you'll be able to give that away since uh, strategy llc is furnishing smart dollar to their whole team and mm-hmm. tell them thanks for us we appreciate it sure that's pretty incredible this is what happens employers when you uh when you furnish something like financial wellness like this to your smart dollar program to your employees they um uh, they're set up to win like this. This is incredible. All right, Ryan and Haley. Wow, Kansas City, four hundred fifty-nine thousand paid off in six years, making a hundred to two hundred and sixty. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Ready? Three, Three, two, two one. one. We're, We're debt-free. Free! Yeah. yeah.
5: Love it. Woo! Woohoo!
3: Love it. Way to go, you guys. Hey, you mentioned something, Dave, that I don't want us to lose. Now that that company put this this benefit out, they're really successful. He's going to be a better employee. Yep. He's going to be a more peaceful employee. Yep. They get to pay him less. He's going to knock it out of the park for him. Yep. Smartdollar.com.
0: Check it out, boys. All right, let's cut to the chase. It's easy to get discouraged about crazy house prices and interest rates. But when you have the right real estate agent to help you buy and sell the right way, you'll have confidence to make smart decisions. Ramsey Trusted Agents aren't just experts who guide you through buying or selling. They're someone you can trust to have your back from the first call to closing day. Find a Ramsey Trusted Agent near you at RamseySolutions.com agent. RamseySolutions.com agent. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. Dan is with us in Greenville, South Carolina. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hey, I'm
14: good. Hope you guys are doing well.
0: We are, sir. What's up? So, a question
14: for you about the, um, I'm on an all-commission position, and in reading your book, in regards to the Hills and Valleys account that you have set up, um, so I've I've got myself budgeted out to the end of April, and then I've got some about twelve thousand extra on top of that. Do I throw that extra twelve thousand straight at debt, or yes. should I be adding another line item into my budget?
0: No, just throw and it my, at debt. My, if you're in so baby, are you in baby word. step two? Correct. Yeah, just list your debts smallest to largest. Every excess dollar you can squeeze out of your budget above your basic living expenses um, you throw it at that. Now, do you have any money? Do you have down months below where you never, where you don't even make enough commission to cover your basics?
14: Yes. Yeah. So commercial real estate. So for instance, um, December commission check was 67,000 for December,
5: Mm -hmm. but
14: the first, the, the probably six months before that it was zero to a thousand dollars, you know, Mm. So it really varies and so I have to budget myself out for months at a time and my worry is that I throw some extra money when I have it at some debt and then maybe a deal doesn't go through or a deal gets extended and I there I am with a paid off car mm-hmm. but I should have had money in my in my account so that's that's what I'm struggling with there
0: yeah it's you know what we're trying to do is reasonably predict the volatility. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, three Com- years. Commercial real estate, okay. I mean, you yeah. you, you probably can get some comfort from looking at the patterns if you went back three years. You should see a trend line up in your income overall. Your overall income should be going up over three years. You should be making more three years in than you did the first year, right?
5: Correct.
0: Okay. And you can tell if there's some kind of a rhythm at all to uh you know about how often you see checks coming and going but um but yeah you just you know the the valley account if you're gonna have an extreme volatility like you do where you literally have zero or have a thousand dollars or something um then you've got to set aside money for as many months um in that valley account because you're in a valley uh to cover your basic needs till you get another check in yeah that's exactly what we're talking about so um you know, there's not a uh, – we have to we have to try to predict the future is what we're doing, right? right. Uh, which, which right. of course, is an imperfect science. But, um, you know, if you had six mo- – this is not your emergency fund. This is money to eat with, okay? This is us planning right. to make no money for four months. So we set four months of basics aside in a separate account. That's called the Valley account. You do that when you have a hill – like December with 67000 dollars in one month, so the trick is to try to ascertain with some kind of pattern. If you look on your look back, uh, you know how often am I going to have to dip into this account to eat and to mm-hmm. keep the basic keep the basic lights on and everything above that, then you need to dump. But you should reach a point where you're getting something every month. You should not continue. To, get ze- to have zeros the rest of your life. I mean, you ought to be able to get your pipeline full to where something is coming out all the time. Now, it might take a little while to get there. It might be every other month or something. But um, otherwise, I'm going to put something else in your mix. You're only elephant hunting, and I'm going to put a few rabbits in your in your mix as well. I mean, let's try to do some lease deals or something that's a little smaller, a little more quick to close, that kind of thing than just selling the $35 million apartment complex or whatever. If you're only hunting elephants, you may have this the rest of your life. Uh, but, but you really do have to get some, something built up to where you're not sitting around hungry waiting on one of these checks. You're right. So I, but the magic is to predict the future. That that's tells you how much you got to set aside for how many down months you're going to have. And that's very difficult to do in your world, but, but, that, that is the concept you you nailed it when you called in thanks for joining us uh, nothing quite like um, even in something as sophisticated as commercial real estate nothing smells bad like a salesman that's broke yeah and I
3: uh, the analogy you gave is good and I think I could, I could put that on everything uh, r- marriages on work relationships on jobs so often we sit around waiting for the perfect situation. It's got to be a home run or I'm not swinging the bat and you end up striking out a whole bunch, right? Or you get real hungry uh, and then it makes you not an effective salesman. Yep. And, but that elephant hunting man, finding another way to get some money. That's I was going to ask him like, for those four months, are you making calls all day? Mm -hmm. Are you out surveying properties all day and Mm -hmm. you just can't get anything? Because that may not be your calling, man. In four months, you got nothing. Mm -hmm. Man, that's tough. That's tough.
0: Yeah, and, and one one thirty five million dollar deal does not take four months of forty hour every day, work, every day forty hour work weeks. That's right. That's, it, right. that's not how it works. Right. It's all you're. You know, when you're on, you got to be on. But it, you're not there forty hours. Gotta a week. They got to talk
3: to their team and their banker and their people. Yeah, and but not for forty hours
0: a week for four months. Right. So you need to have other stuff in your pipeline, and that's the nature of the real estate business. I've been in it my whole life, in one way or another. All right, Deborah is with us in Milwaukee. Hi, Deborah. How are you?
4: Hi there um thank you for having me. Sure how can we help <laughs> okay um my daughter's actually um <clears throat> introduced me to your name in uh December okay and I've been listening to you quite a bit so um real quick my i'm I'm retired mm-hmm. I've been retired for a while and i'm twenty five thousand dollars in credit card debt rut row yep rut row was right um I guess as I'm listening as I've listened to you guys the different times then it's like and I see that I've turned that blind eye to what was happening and um and so when I just look at everything I don't know how to start everything. So I've I've signed up for everything that you have and oh I have gosh. I got the book the other day and um but so how old covers, are you? I am sixty eight.
0: Sixty-eight, and how much in credit card debt have you run up? Twenty-five,
4: five. Twenty-five
0: thousand. Do you have any money? No. None.
4: I mean, well, you know, one, I, um, I, I only have about twenty thousand in my four hundred one k because I have messed well about thirty thousand because I messed that up too.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, um, what are you living on? Do You have a
0: retirement income from your old job?
4: No, that's that's done. I, and I, I get 38 79 That's my income every month.
0: Mm-hmm. And
4: that, Social that is Social Security?
0: Yeah, that's our Social, Social Security.
4: It's Social Security. I get uh, something from a job that I worked for for about 10 years uh, back in the 80s. How, how's your health? My health is okay. Okay. My health is okay, and I have a condo um, that I own outright.
0: Good. That you live in? For.
4: No, I do not. I live in a home with my husband. Oh. What does your yes.
0: husband make, pray tell?
4: Um, he makes over $100,000. And I'm going to tell you, I listened to your... Deborah. <laughs> earlier. He and I have always been separate.
0: Yeah, not anymore. Now he's married to a woman that's got $28,000 in debt, and he's 68. I thought you were a single 68-year-old lady living on Social Security, and I was about to put you to work until I discovered you have a husband. <laughs> that has a hundred thousand dollar income. And now I'm about to take some of his money to pay off his wife's debt, which is what he needs to do. Tell Bubba to step up and take care of this. And by the way, you need to cut up your credit card, sister, chop them all up and never do that again. Uh, but you guys are uh you're together. If he gets sick, you're going to take care of him. And right now you're sick and he's going to take care of you. And y'all have been playing house for a long, long
3: time. And now y'all need to have a conversation about what the back 20 years is going to look like. Yeah. And that's going to be all working together financially, health-wise, marriage-wise, house-wise. Y'all got too much money. You got an extra paid-for house over here. You got too much stuff going around to be this broke.
0: And, and they scared about it. Yeah,
3: right? unable to breathe because of Social Security. Yeah. The magic, listen, the plans are important. The books are great. Sometimes the magic is in that hard work or in that really hard conversation. That's where you are.
0: Yeah. You guys need to sit down and talk about this and... He needs to help you pay it off. Silly to sell a condo to pay off this when he makes that kind of money. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships Ken Coleman, number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, host of the Ken Coleman Show, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Ken, long before there was a Ken Coleman, uh, when I first started this uh broadcast a long long time ago it was called the money game yes and uh back in those days 30 years ago we were on in nashville only and um a friend of mine that i had known uh, from church put a book out helping people like you do in the career space 48 days to the work you love his name's dan miller Mm. and uh dan and his wife joanne have been friends of sharon's and mine for almost 40 years now Wow, and um uh, 48 Days became a perennial bestseller, sold millions of copies uh, and helped millions of people in the same space that you're in with their career and selecting the right passion and all of those kinds of things. Dan and I were in a Bible study with a bunch of high-performing guys. We call it the Eagles Group, uh, When we met every Wednesday morning uh, for 14 years, and uh, that group uh, disbanded. It ran its course several years ago, about a decade ago or so. And Dan moved. He and Joanne moved to Florida. And he uh, uh, he called me in December and told me he had a, a very aggressive cancer. And uh, he uh, he went home to be with Jesus last night, about nine nine fifteen. Mm. And so lost a dear friend and a guy that's an icon in the space that yeah. you're in, for sure. Yeah. And uh, um, has helped a lot of people in that career space. So we'll honor him today. And yeah. Um. And. Continue to cry and pray with his family, and uh, so just incredible, incredible friend, incredible man, uh, great dad, great husband too. That's what people sometimes behind the scenes you don't know what people are, and this guy's like the real dude.
15: Well, you know, he I, I had the privilege of having dinner with a couple guys that uh, he has mentored, and uh, about my age, and just the way they talked about him. Of course, I got to know Dan was on his show, and he interviewed Dan on my show as well. And uh, you know, when you think about someone's legacy. It's the impact that they leave behind that has nothing to do with the public stuff, and he had a tremendous impact there. But just the way he has impacted people for decades, pouring into guys in a mastermind group. I got to talk to two of these guys, and they just—they both uh, teared up just talking about the impact that he had had on their lives. Yep, which Absolutely. is what it's all about.
0: Absolutely, quite a legacy. Yeah, quite a legacy. Great man. Quite a guy. So, our uh, condolences to our friends there, yeah. and uh, just take a second and honor the work that he had done is absolutely incredible all right billy is with us billy is in atlanta georgia hi billy how are you
16: hello dave hello ken
0: how are you guys better than we deserve what's up
16: well uh my wife and i want to make a new car purchase for the first time in over a decade and i just want to make sure that this could be a pretty sizable car purchase and i just want to make sure that this makes sense from your perspective we've been followers followers of yours for quite some time now And I would just like to get the Dave blessing if I can.
0: (laughs) Well, it's not something that's required for a car, I can tell you that. If you've been following (laughs) us a long time, you know that we don't buy new cars unless you have at least a million dollar net worth. Are you talking about new to you or a brand new car?
16: It's a brand new car. And the only reason why I'm calling in is because before I was about 10 grand underneath. The millionaire status, and now as of this morning, I'm $3,909 over the millionaire (laughs) status.
15: Just crossed the finish line.
0: All right, so you're (laughs) sure you're ready to go on that one, all right? And you probably also know we tell folks, regardless of their level of wealth, not to buy things with wheels and motors all added together. That equals more than half your annual income. So what's your household income?
16: About half a million dollars.
0: Wow, you're killing it. What do you do for a living? I'm a solutions
16: architect at a technology company, and my wife's a tech sales executive at a startup.
0: Phenomenal. Way to go, you guys. Well, it sounds like you're going to be able to afford this car. What is it? What kind of car?
16: It's an electric SUV. It's a Rivian, and I know you're a car guy, so it goes zero to 60 in three seconds.
0: Yeah, I know the Rivian, yeah was talking to a guy i bought one the other day i parked beside him at church and i parked my raptor beside him we were talking about it as we we're walking into <laughs> church it was, <laughs> kind of, it was a great conversation it's a lot I'll of fun bet. so um so it's a <laughs> wonderful vehicle for i mean if you like the electric stuff everybody i, I mean they're yeah. just it's an incredible the engineering is very cool what is that thing about 90 grand 100 grand
16: uh out the door with tax title license and everything ninety eight thousand.
0: yeah okay all right and i assume you've got the cash
16: Yes, I just crossed uh, hundred grand on the high-yield savings account, so mm-hmm. I wanted to pay for everything, you know, the insurance for the whole year and everything as well.
0: So unless your wife is driving a $150,000 vehicle, your two vehicles would be under half your annual income, and you're over a million dollars, and you're paying cash. That's the only thing we tell people to look at.
16: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and we're driving right now like a 10-year-old Hyundai, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're still going to keep it until it dies just for, like, memory's sake.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, apparently the engineering on this thing is incredible. I've not driven one of them. Uh, the only thing I worry about with a brand new manufacturer on anything yeah. is I end up owning a DeLorean or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, or Studebaker or something that goes out of business, you know, and, and then leaves you, you know, they may, they make them for three years and then they're gone. I don't, I don't have any reason to think that this company is going to do that, but I'm just saying, and just as a general comment, but can you afford this? Yes, you can afford it, sir. And yes, you should go buy it if it's what you want.
16: Amazing. Thank you,
0: Dave. I really appreciate it. Very cool. That's fun. Very fun. He walked through it. I don't it. get to do that very often. Most of the time I, I say know. don't buy the car. Well, yeah. Or sell the car. Right.
15: Usually when they call saying, I need your blessing, it's because they feel like they're, they're going to f- do
0: something stupid that's stupid. Yeah,
15: please save me. But this guy had uh, walked right through it. I, I'm with you. I still wouldn't that's do just it. That's a car taste. Yeah, oh, I'd, I would do it. i I'd mean, get I'd... a year old one or something like that because it is a new manufacturer. But, you know, I guess it's coming with all the warranties and everything, but it's brand new. I see them driving all over the place. Oh, yeah, they're great. They got a dealership about a mile and a half from my house in oh, downtown Franklin. Right. Okay. So I see them. They look it, cool. I'm telling
0: you, it's a BA car, man. It'll, it'll ride. It'll go. It's faster than Zero a Tesla. to 60 in three seconds. It's a, It makes a Tesla look, yeah.
15: What's the, uh, is it is it a foreign manufacturer, I guess? No, they're U.S. It's a U.S.? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Didn't mm-hmm. even know. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy, but yeah. ah, man, it's, it's expensive too. But it's good. It's, hey, that's but what he's earned it. This he is why you work. For it. Okay, that's right. You live like no one else, so later you can live like no one else. Freaking making a half million dollars a year, got a million dollar net worth, young guy. Yeah, but um, and has saved up the cash to do it. Yeah, and that's what he. He's making a big leap up, big too, jump from, a, from I a, feel bad for the poor Hyundai for a hoopty. The ten year old Hyundai's going to feel bad when the new shiny vehicle shows up, but they're going to keep it. I like it. Yeah. So, what's the thing on the Hyundai's all getting stolen? Have you seen the TikTok thing? <laughs> no. You know, Dave, I'm not on TikTok. I'm not either. But I heard I it this morning. In a, I heard idea. it this morning in a different setting. That it's hard to have that. There's some kind of a. This is true. A guy in the audience yeah, is shaking his head. It's hard to get insurance on them. They're getting stolen because the, somebody put out a hack on how to how to get one started, how to break into it. And all these people are using that hack. Oh, and I see. they're stealing Hyundai's okay like crazy. Mm. So you Hyundai people, be careful out there. Wow. Wow. Get the low jack. Who knew? Who knew? This is the Ramsey show. Do you listen to the Ramsey Show for motivation? You wanna know what's even more motivating? Attending a Ramsey event! The ultimate motivational experience that's fully focused on helping you eliminate money stress. Join us for the total money makeover weekend on May 10th and 11th in Nashville and leave money stress at the door for good podcast listeners use the code 50 off to save $50 on standard level tickets. Get yours at ramseysolutionscom events. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Hey, folks, we want you to join us in Nashville for a brand-new event that we just launched the ticket sales on. It's called the Total Money Makeover Weekend. It's going to be May 10th and 11th. There's millions of you out there who have been listening for a while and are still sitting on the sidelines. No more sitting. It's time to do it. Time to take action. In just one weekend, we're going to give you a crash course on everything we teach you about money. And you're going to hear brand-new content, in addition to that, from the Ramsey personalities on budgeting, beating debt, investing, careers, and more. No matter what baby step you're on, this event will light a fire under your butt and you'll make progress all the ramsey personalities including ken coleman and my right will be part of this weekend the total money makeover weekend it's going to be live question and answers all throughout the weekend lots of opportunities for fun and pictures and everything else it is a total immersion so come join us may 10 and 11 early bird tickets went on sale uh just a couple days ago at 99 dollars, and they are for a limited time we're going to re- we're going to up the prices as we go along so if you want the best prices, you do it now. Get your tickets right now at RamseySolutions.com slash events. The event center only holds 2,500 folks. So you do need to get your tickets as soon as possible, please, for your sake. Cassandra is in Colorado Springs. Hi, Cassandra. How are you?
10: Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up?
10: <laughs> so I'm curious about doing um, a HELOC to consolidate our debt to pay it off quicker. Mm. (laughs) So um, we have about 55,000 that we are wanting to pay off, but Mm -hmm. what I was hoping to do was to do the HELOC. um, So pull out the 55,000 and then do about a $400 payment a week. Mm -hmm. So it would be either an automatic withdrawal or we do, well, automatic is easier. So if we do the automatic withdrawal, um, and then I'm hoping it would be paid off in about three years,
0: not at 18,000 a year. It won't be
10: the interest is 18,
0: no, six or 400 a week is 1600 a month. That's $19,000 a year times three is not 55. Oh, it might I get there, and... you might get there, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, you'll get there, I guess. But, uh, uh, okay. So, um, all right, so what kind of debt is this?
10: Um, we've got about uh just under ten thousand on a credit card, and then the rest are auto loans, no student loans,
0: mm-hmm. and
10: this is not including the house.
0: Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what's your household um, income
10: uh, at, like after taxes take home, it's about seventy one hundred
0: a month mm-hmm.
10: Husband has two jobs, and then I um also work on commissions, so yeah. I get. Um, bonuses and so whatever we get in those extra incomes goes straight to debt. But I'm wanting it to go faster. So yeah.
0: the, go, <clears throat> going faster will be about you guys uh, sacrificing and cutting deeper. It won't be about interest. Interest rates not your problem when you have only a two year or a three year problem. Uh, your your problem okay. is just straight cash flow, and you can increase that, of course, by increasing income or decreasing outgo, which is sacrifice. The, the sure. problem with it, with, with moving this onto your home is you've now put your home at risk for your misbehavior and your sure. misbehavior was you bought things you couldn't afford to buy.
10: Right. And now recognizing that and yeah. changing that behavior.
0: Yeah. Maybe 88% of the people that do debt consolidation end up going further in debt, not less debt because they Oof. don't change the habits and the behavior. I personally would tell you to never do it. I would list these debts smallest to largest. I'd cut up the credit cards. Um, I would sacrifice so deeply that people think you joined joined a cult. I'd sell so much (laughs) stuff the kids think they're next. I would go crazy and get this done in about two years with your income and live on nothing, not going out to eat, not going on vacation, uh, not looking for an easy way out, attacking this with an absolute freaking vengeance Um, that's the formula that we have seen that has the most success. Um, because here's the thing, debt is not the problem. Debt is the symptom and interest rates. When you run the actual math are not what's killing you here. Uh, especially when you pay those credit cards off really, really fast, because they're going to be the smaller of these debts. The cars are going to be the larger of the debts. And so when you list these things, smallest to largest, pay minimum on everything, but the little one attack, the little one with a vengeance, Credit cards are going to be the first thing out the door. They're going to be gone. And so now your interest rates are not going to be substantially different from that point forward between that and the HELOC, and you put your home at risk to buy a car, or in this case to keep a car that you shouldn't have bought.
15: Yeah, the key that we have seen, Cassandra, in all these years, when Dave talks about you've heard him talk about it over and over and over again, gazelle intensity, the word there is urgency. And here's what happens. When you take the route of the HELOC, you remove all urgency. In fact, the way you laid it out to us was so relaxed, and we'll pay four hundred dollars a week, and in three years we'll pay it off. And that's where the that's where things go awry. And Dave's right, and the data backs him up. So urgency is we don't rely on the HELOC, we don't rely on a steady monthly payment to get out of this. We get after it right now. We sell a car if we've got some equity. We drive a a, a car that maybe we wouldn't choose to drive. You know, we work two and three extra jobs. We sacrifice, like Dave talked about. What's going on there is urgency, and when your your urgency is driving behavior, you're going to see faster results. And, that, you're that's gonna say, and you see
0: permanent behavior change.
15: That's correct. Because you don't ever want to do that again. Yeah,
0: you don't. You don't see that when you uh, just ease into it. That's right. Know? The HELOC's too easy. Yeah. I'm going to keep eating donuts but I'm also going to start having a protein shake. You know, <laughs> I'm going to I'm like, going to
15: walk 5 miles a day but I'm not giving up the donuts.
0: That's right. And six <laughs> Big Macs at lunch, yeah. And so, yeah. That that's you know, that that is the equivalent of what we're talking about. It, it's right. you, you there is a thing. So uh, you you asked and so we're answering you fairly and that is I wouldn't do it because when you lean into this with that urgency, with that level of sacrifice, you'll never go back. It causes the behavior to permanently be changed Mm. because you never see it the same way again. This is not a math problem. It's a behavior problem. And when you address it through that lens, it changes the answer dramatically here. Never would I... See, you go out to eat, and you put a steak on your credit card, and then you put your credit card on your home. Mm. You've now financed a steak on a HELOC. Oof. That's a great way of looking at it. I mean, that's just... (laughs) <laughs> when you think about it it's just nuts all right roger is in tampa florida hey roger welcome to the ramsey show
17: how you doing dave how you doing dr john
0: uh great ken's with me this hour what's yeah. up <laughs>
15: oh sorry about that that's it's all okay good,
0: all good ken likes to be called okay. doctor but i've it's
15: never just been, not been accurate.
17: called doctor ever so i'm gonna take it <laughs> cool well um all right. My question is, you know, I, I've worked in the wedding industry doing music for, for weddings for almost 18 years now. And uh, in 2022, I was making about, you know, $80,000 $80, a year. Halfway through 2022, I decided to go into business for myself. Um, last year, 2023, I did really well and took in about uh Almost $250,000 to raise my income up. Um, In the same thing? Doing the same thing? In the same thing. Wow. Just starting. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. So, you know, we spent the last year, we paid off our credit cards. Uh, We don't have any car loans or anything, but we do have two loans that are kind of hanging over my head. And I'm a little overwhelmed just trying to figure out how to manage the money. We have, my wife has about $120,000 in student debt. And, I years ago <clears throat> made a bad decision. Took out an SBA loan, small business association loan, and it's about a hundred thousand dollars that I took out.
0: So you got two hundred twenty thousand um, dollars to pay off, and you made two fifty last year. Correct, dude. You used to make eighty. Yeah. Live on your old income, and you're debt free in two years. Yes.
17: Okay. So my well, the question I have to you is, uh, you know, because as the, the business has really grown pretty quickly almost almost quick quicker than I a lot quicker than I expected so I'm like facing these issues where not issues but I, I need to I'm, I'm looking at future jobs and realizing that I need to purchase I need to make
0: no you don't need to purchase anything else you need to keep making $250,000 and pay off $220,000 in debt you don't need to be buying anything right now you gotta clean up your mess first
4: I know you work hard for your money and the key to keeping more of it in your pocket is by making a plan for your spending with a budget. And every dollar is the budgeting app that I use personally because it's perfect for looking every dollar you make in its little president face and telling it exactly where you want it to go. Just like you told that guy in traffic exactly where you wanted him to go. And even better, every dollar walks you through the entire budgeting journey so you always know your next right step. Download every dollar for free in the App Store or Google Play today.
0: Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. One of our other fellow Ramsey Personalities is in the middle of book launch week. We're, uh, tomorrow will be one week that the book has been out, Breaking Free from Broke by George Camel, The Ultimate Guide to More Money and Less Stress. It is fun and packed with research, and you will never look at some of the villains in the marketplace the same again. He exposes everyone that is ripping you off in breaking free from broke you will love the read it's a lot of fun to read a lot of people hadn't read a book in five years of reading it that's a good indicator that's a good book george camel check it out you can get it at ramseysolutions.com or anywhere great books are sold lexi is in saint paul minnesota hi lexi welcome to the ramsey show
18: hi thank you so much for having me how are you guys today
0: better than we deserve what's up
18: Hi, um, I just wanted your advice on uh, some career uh, trajectories. Um, I just give some background. I'm a recent uh, law student graduate. Um, I chose my law school because I got a full ride, so I'm out debt-free. Great. Um, Good for you. And Thank you. Um, and I took a job with my state government as a civil litigator where I currently make $80,000 a year. Um, and I love this job because I get the mentorship of a corporate law firm, but I get to do work that is meaningful to me and I get to volunteer 15 hours a week. What is the, what is the work
0: that you're doing that's meaningful?
18: Um, I get to help, uh, protect people in my state, uh, from bad actors. Protect in, who? Not in criminal uh, residents of my state.
0: Residents of your state. So, so who are the
15: bad yeah, actors? Give us an example of who you're protecting them from.
18: Um, so, I mean, if there's um, someone who isn't paying fair wages to their employees or there's harassment in the workplace, I get to help step in and make sure that that isn't happening to my my fellow citizens.
15: Is that a form of Are you working for the Attorney regulation? General? Yeah.
18: <laughs>
0: Are you working yes, for the sir. Attorney General? Yes, sir. Okay. All okay. right. I'm trying to make there sure we go. That makes sense then. Okay.
18: Cool. Yeah. And I I love the work. I get a lot of really great mentorship. Mm -hmm. I get to go into court three to four days a week, which a lot of my classmates who went into big law, I mean, they're in cubicles. I don't, they're not getting the experience I am. Um, And I get to to volunteer, right? I run a housing clinic uh, through a legal aid. I I get to volunteer 15 hours a week. Um, But I chose my law school because I would come out debt free and I, I went into it after spending three years working for legal aid and that's really where my heart is. That's where I want to give back to. Um, and I'm wondering if I should suck it up and go into a corporate law firm where I'd make an additional hundred thousand dollars a year easily um, pay off my house and, you know, be able to, to really give myself to legal aid without any financial burdens or if I should, Go straight to legal aid work, and you know potentially burn out because it's a lower lower paid position, and
15: option you know, A it's hard work. Option A, and now this is me. I'm going to answer it is What would I do if I were in your shoes with everything yeah. you've given me? Um, you love the work that you do, you love the result of that work, and you want to volunteer, and legal aid is close to your heart. But the reality is, is that if you go into a legal aid position, you are probably going to burn out, your income is going to be absolutely capped, and I don't know that you're making more of a difference working in that type of a situation 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week as you would uh, going to work for a great law firm With no cap, essentially, or certainly raise the cap tremendously on your income ability and then give back with your time that way. The more money you make and the more money you keep, Lexi, always leads to more freedom, more options with what you want to do with your time. You can give back financially and you can give back with your time in both positions. And I think you've got to create more income and more freedom for you to be able to have more impact now i'm not going to say that you wouldn't make great impact it mean, wouldn't be fulfilled but i'm telling you what i would do i'd choose both income and impact dave is what i would choose because you can still volunteer there's just a, more money.
0: The, there's, the good news is there's almost an infinite number of answers to your question yeah. there's a lot of different ways you can use the law uh to accomplish your goal and um I don't think it's uh, necessarily uh, you know, all, all in on legal aid versus all in on big law and I lose my soul but I make a lot of money so I can come back and find my soul again, you know that kind of thing. I don't, I don't think you have to go one direction or the other there. You're in a mid-level, you're in a mid middle decision where you are, where you're getting to do some of the legal aid work, and like you said, you're getting great mentorship, you're in court every day. So for a season, staying where you are might not be bad. Um, uh, then a third option pops into my head cause I'm entrepreneurial. I wonder what kind of boutique law firm you could, uh, own and operate after you've got a little bit more experience under your belt that would allow you to make a couple hundred thousand and still have a lot of room for pro bono. And you select the type of legal aid you want to provide, mm-hmm. um, as a part of the business model of running your own firm at some point, uh, where you made serious money off of, uh, good people that you want to help, uh, and you also have, have the, the margin to do the other stuff too. So there, there's a lot of different ways to get at this. Um, uh, I, I, I just I, I don't I always um, uh, resist the idea that the only way you can do something noble and fulfilling is to be broke. Right. That's why right. the contrary is true. You can do a lot of noble and fulfilling things and, you know, the people that you're helping will, uh, help you to help others in the process. And, um, so I, I, you know, I don't mind where you are for a period of time. Uh, it's, it's, it's scratching a whole lot of your itches right now. Yeah. And just say, okay, this is my, uh, this is my internship. Mm-hmm. This That's is my exactly apprenticeship right. yep. and I'm going to do this for three years sure. or I'm going to do this for four years. And, then I'm going to take that and go open a boutique firm, make serious money on part of my clients and pro bono the rest of them, and still scratch a lot of that itch. I don't think you have to necessarily build up a pile of wealth and then work for nothing at legal aid to have done good in society or done good in society the way you're defining it. Even, yeah. I, I, uh, so I, just, I, you've done, and I love that you did this debt free. That's pretty stinking remember, amazing. Remember,
15: you and I were talking about this recently, that most young people don't realize the amount of law schools that are in this country, because they think, well, i got to go to the big-name law school, you know, Ivy League or Vanderbilt in our, in our neck of the woods, but there are law schools in every state that if you have the right GPA and the LSAT scored, they will give you a full ride. Lexi's an example of this, and I want to applaud her too, Dave, because Here's a young lady who's come out, and she's getting courtroom experience, which is incredibly valuable. She's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Her colleagues
0: are sitting in the cube.
15: They're waiting for their chance yeah. to get in court. She's in there every day on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like uh, uh, my option plus Dave's option, Lexi. I thought both of those are sound ideas for you. You can give back, but you can move up at the same time. They're not separate choices as Dave said that's a false narrative and and you don't need to feel bad I I didn't like how she said and you know I have to suck it up and go to the big law firm I wouldn't look at it that way you know and and I would look at it as if I don't like the big law firm that's one thing but moving up doesn't mean that I'm somehow not being authentic to who I am and wanting to use the law for
0: good yeah she just doesn't want to she didn't like that environment, I, I think it's part that. of it, and I don't blame her for that. I agree. I get that. I don't that. blame her for that cuz basically they ride you like a horse, man. <laughs> I mean, right. it's like nuts. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, I don't I don't I don't argue that part of it. Um but you know, there's um there's a lot of ways to get at helping mm-hmm. fo- the, helping folks um with, you know, with the law. And there's a lot of a lot of angles on that that you can do that are not in any way a sellout. So, good question, good question. You're amazing young lady. Thank you for calling in. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Luke 14, 28. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you sit down first and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Dan Miller that we referenced at the top of the hour uh, said, success is never an accident. It typically starts as imagination, becomes a dream, stimulates a goal, grows into a plan of action, which then inevitably meets with opportunity. Don't get stuck along the way. That's good. Really great good. quote. Open phones at 888 825 5225. Morgan is in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hey, Morgan, how are you?
13: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up?
13: Yeah. My husband and I have been married for about two and a half years and we have no debt. Um, we would love to buy a house, invest more into retirement and grow our wealth. But with the budget we have, there seems to be no extra room, even though we're living on as minimum as we can. So what advice do you guys have for growing wealth on a small budget or maybe maximizing that wealth?
0: Well, either you're not living on as little as you can, or you don't make much money. Which is it?
13: I think, I think if we don't make much money, um, what's your
0: household income?
13: About $50,000.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're below average. Don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just saying the average Mm is 72,000 nationally. What do you each do?
13: Mm -hmm. My husband is an audiovisual technician and I currently don't work. I'm a full-time student. We have a baby.
0: Full-time student. When will you be done?
13: Um, In about six months.
0: And what do you plan to do?
13: I don't really plan to work. I probably plan to stay home with the kids and eventually homeschool my other kids.
0: Why did you get a degree?
13: Um, I'm not paying for it, so it was kind of presented to me as a way to get – I got I started school before I got married and was maybe going to use it then, and now I am married for a few years with kids. So.
0: What's your degree in?
1: Christian Ministries.
0: Okay. All right. Um, well, I mean, there, there's only two sides to the equation, the income and the outgo. And mm-hmm. so, if you all want to address your income side, then you're going to have more margin. It's that simple. You'll have more. You have more wiggle room in this budget. Um, if you you said you got two kids, What
2: one,
13: one kid,
0: one kid, okay. And you guys are what, twenty five? Uh,
13: I'm twenty
0: one. My husband's twenty six. Okay, all right. And um, so, I mean, you do not have a lot of room in a fifty thousand dollar budget. Um, that would make sense in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, I mean. It's not like you're some kind of crazy spender, like you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, out on the town buying $300 dinners every night. I know you're not. You don't have room in that budget to do that. Mm-hmm. You've done a good job staying within that budget, not getting into debt. Way to go. Good job. Um, but yeah. I think what you've got to do is you have, you know, I, I remember a guy teaching one time I was in a, a, a conference on leadership and business and he said, the problem with hitting goals is not what you're willing to do to get there it's what you're willing to give up Mm -hmm. to get there. And giving up Mm -hmm. in your all's case might be uh, if we want to have a house, we're going to have to give up some time and be working. If we want to build some wealth, we're going to have to trade some time for that. And so um, at 21 with a baby, you've got this uh, stay-at-home mom, homeschooling thing, dream dialed in, which there's nothing wrong with at all. My wife stayed at home with our children. Uh, but you have to, on the other side of the equation, then go make some stinking money. And uh, if, mm-hmm. if you're going to be doing that, he's going to be working more and or differently.
15: Mm-hmm. What's a number? Do you guys have a, an idea in your head how much more per month would make a real difference for you realistically? I mean, probably
13: 500 to to $1,000 yeah. because that's. Five hundred thousand dollars in the industry.
15: Okay, here's why I asked that question it's really important to get that number in your head and you two sit down and go, okay, what do we have to do to come up with an additional thousand dollars? Could you find some of that in the budget? It's possible. I don't think you yeah. have a lot of fat. So, now it's how do I make a thousand? How does he make a thousand? You know, can we do it collectively? Could you make a thousand? Even being home with the one baby, could he make a thousand? You can you can rack that up pretty quickly, and now all of a sudden you've got two thousand dollars. But you've got to reverse engineer your activity to go. All right, this is what has to be true for us to be able to make an additional one thousand dollars. And if you go above and beyond that, that's fine. But that's when you get some laser focus, and now you've got that margin.
0: Yeah, I'm going to send you a copy of Ken's book from paycheck to purpose for your husband. Uh, and you can read it too, of course. Yeah. But um, what I'm thinking about for him is I think this is just a job he fell into. Mm-hmm. Like he ran sound over at the church and some buddies that were in the sound business had come work for us. Now he runs sound. And, um, I, you know, he's 26. So you start asking yourself the question, what am I doing when I'm 36 yeah. that I'm making 100000 instead of 50? That's right. And do I own the sound company? Do I have a completely different career direction? Uh, do I take a class or two to make myself more valuable? Uh, but if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, that's the definition of insanity. So change something. And um, find, and from paycheck to purpose helps lead him through a really clear path to do that.
15: Yeah, it'll go from ideation in stage one, all the way to realization of that, as Dave talking about, 10-year, 20-year, 30-year plan. And he's got some skill set. He's got some experience. He can freelance with that skill set. But he needs to be raising the bar as to what he can make in the now, but with an eye on the next. And That's, that's how you guys get to real financial uh,
0: independence and then the ability to do whatever you want to fund those dreams. Very good. Excellent stuff. All right, Nick is with us in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Hi, Nick. What's up?
6: Hey, thanks for taking my call, gentlemen. How are you guys doing?
0: Better than we deserve. How can we help, sir?
6: Excellent. So so here's my question. My wife and I are new to the Ramsey program. Um, we, you know, we have uh, significant savings um, already built up. We do have some consumer debt that I think we can manage rather quickly.
0: What is my the, question, how much is, significant savings? About 18,000. And that's not in retirement.
6: No, no, no. And how that's much, the, how much, how
0: much debt do you have?
6: So I have, uh, a uh, couple car loans in a, in a credit card. So 18,000 for my wife's car, seven on my daughter's car and a credit card. Um, that, uh, that we have on the remainder.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So how can we help?
6: Well, so my question is, um, you know, my wife and I are, once we, uh, take care of this consumer debt and, and we start to tackle our mortgage, uh, we sort of have a disagreement. I'm, I contribute roughly 35% of my income to retirement. Mm-hmm. And the question is, should I reduce that? Mhm and take that extra money and contribute it towards our mortgage yeah. in addition to any additional funds. that Gotcha. Well, we Nick, what, what we well. teach
0: is this idea of total focus because your most powerful wealth-building tool is your income. If you didn't have any payments right now except your house, you'd have a lot of wiggle room yeah. in this budget. And so you've been trying to do three things at once, and you ended up financing your car because you're over-investing in your – 401k, so you didn't have the money to buy a car. And so, in a sense, you borrowed on your car to put money in your 401k. Mathematically, that's what's occurred. So, yeah, temporarily, I would stop putting any money in, not reduce it. I'd reduce it to zero temporarily. Temporarily, I'd not go out to eat, not go on vacation. I'd be on a tight budget, scorched earth. You and your wife sit down, make every penny scream. And then I would take every dollar of that 18 except $1,000, and I would throw it at your smallest debts. List your debts smallest to largest and pay them off in that order. So those cards and that daughter's car are gone. The debt's gone. We're going to put a big chunk on your wife's, and then we're going to attack your wife's really, really quickly and get it finished up. Now you got no payments but a house payment. That feels good, Mm -hmm. although it didn't feel good to stop that 401K for a minute, but it was just for a hot minute. Now we're going to build an emergency fund back of three to six months of expenses, put that savings back, and then you got your rainy day fund, and then you restart your 401k. The problem is you try to do everything at once, so you're doing nothing. And that's the order of attack. Hang on, I'll send you a copy of the book, The Total Money Makeover, to help you do it. Ken Coleman, good show today. Thank you, sir. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey folks, Dave here. You want to hear even more life-changing content from Ramsey? Download the Ramsey Network app so you can catch all your favorite shows all in one place like The Ramsey Show, Smart Money Happy Hour, and The Dr. John Deloney Show. You'll get real talk about life, relationships, money, and your career. Plus, the app lets you browse by topic like debt, business, or selling your home. Get the content you want whenever and wherever you want to listen. Download the Ramsey Network app today.